On another exciting episode of the Animation Deliberation Podcast, we got the news from April 14th to April 20th. If you know, you know. Or we're going to talk about other things right after these ads you have no control over. Sing along if you know the words. One, two, three, it's time for Animation Deliberation. A conversation and a celebration of our favorite action animated series. Yeah! Yeah, welcome back to another episode of Animation Deliberation, the podcast where we take action, animation, and cartoons seriously, but not too seriously. We are your hosts. I am Zuhara Lee. And my name's Jay Scotty St. Clair. And do 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 welcome to your news for this week. Quick scheduling update before we get to that. So Demon Slayer is airing weekly now. That's going to be like our weekly coverage show that we are so excited to talk about. The show airs on Sunday. We plan on recording on Mondays. Therefore, it'll be in your feed on Tuesday. So, if you can't contain your excitement and desperately need to talk about it, send in those feedbacks. We will happily read them off. And then you can enjoy the sounds of our voices every Tuesday and every Friday, every week. Yeah, I think that's kind of perfect schedule-wise. That includes everybody from the diehards that are clicking on the episode the moment it's available to those that really like the show, but maybe their lives are a little busy and they can't get to it right out the gate. It'll be there for you right at the early part of the week. So we're not too late in the conversation and definitely want to include you. So as Zuhair mentioned, make sure you send in that feedback. We want to know what you're thinking about this season of Demon Slayer because it is so good so far. Whether whether you're a binge waiter or a dub waiter or you watch right away, <laughs> we want to hear from you. The show is incredible. We can't <laughs> wait to talk about it. But let's get into the news. Let's get into the news. We shall... And first up on the docket is a property near and dear to my heart. We just got news that the Venture Brothers movie has a title and a first look. So after learning of the film in October 2021, Adult Swim has released a first look entitled Radiant is the Blood of the Baboon Heart. Let's try saying that five times fast. That's what I can say once. (laughs) (laughs) That's so in keeping with the... uh, kind of off-kilter nature of this show. But uh, anyway, the film will serve as a series finale and a follow-up to season seven, which aired all the way back in 2018. Crazy to think that's five years ago at this point. But the official description for the flick reads as, In the Venture Bros, Radiant is the Blood of the Baboon... (laughs) Radiant is the Blood of the Baboon Heart. A nationwide manhunt for Hank Venture leads to untold dangers and unexpected revelations while the monarch is literally out for Dr. Venture's blood. An imposing evil from the past reemerges to wreak havoc on the Ventures, the Guild, and even the monarch marriage. It will take friends and foes alike to restore the Ventures world to order, or to end it once and for all. Bum, bum, bum. Yeah. (laughs) All right, so the voice cast returns, or excuse me, the voice cast includes returning series stars, James Urbaniak as... Dr. Thaddeus Rusty Venture, Patrick Warburton, the celebrated Patrick Warburton as Brock Sampson, Michael Center Niklas as Dean Venture, and Chris McCulloch, aka series co-creator Jackson Public, that's his pseudonym there, as Hank Vic- as Hank Venture, um, as well as fellow series co-creator Doc Hammer as Dr. and Mrs. The Monarch. Yeah, I can't say that I have too much familiarity with the series, but it's one of those things where if my co-hosts are excited about it, I'm excited about it. And with a name cast that, you know, we have dropping with this, 
few more names are Nina Arianda as Matilla, Clancy Brown as Daisy in Red Death, John Hodgman as Snoopy, Hal Lublin as Clayton, Jane Lynch as Bobby St. Simone, Charles Parnell as Jefferson Twilight, Jay Farrow as Nuno Blood, Steve Ratazzi as Dr. Orpheus, J.K. Simmons as Ben, and Dana Snyder as The Alchemist. Yes, indeed. And although we don't have an official release date, we do know that the Venture Bros, the Venture Brothers rating is the blood of the baboon heart will release sometime this year. And yeah, to speak to Zuhair's point there, uh, he may not know much about this series, but I am definitely over the moon excited for this film to wrap up this series. It's one of Adult Swim's best series. Um, Adult Swim shows, you know, I like most of them, but some of them just kind of like, I feel like they lose something and just trying to go for like that shock and awe humor and just be so crude and raunchy, which there's a place for in my heart, no doubt. But this show is just like as fans of animation, it's just an ode to like all things. I love animation. It's like a throwback to like Johnny quest, like the Johnny quest homages are just like so there. And even as like a Marvel or DC fan, like they have these like clandestine organizations that have these over the top superheroes and supervillains. And it's all, it's done smartly, but tongue in cheek. So you get that humor, but you also get some really satisfying action. Like Patrick Warburton's character, Brock Sampson, like he has some incredible sequence of action and violence. And I just, you know, I can't give the show enough of a ringing endorsement. The first seven seasons, it it really has a great story that keeps, keeps you invested all the way through. So I, I'm really excited for this film to see how it, it wraps it up. You want to hear a funny story about Adult Swim? Sure. What you got? So, you know, coming from an immigrant family and whatnot, didn't know what adults Swim meant. It's like, here's your Cartoon Network. Go sit and watch TV in your room. Mm-hmm. So, you're playing, you know, nine, ten o'clock rolls around. It's like, all right, kids out of the pool. It's like, I don't know what that means. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, my elementary school ass would just be watching all the stuff that comes up on Adult Swim. Mm. So a lot of the humor was just kind of like, I didn't get it at the time. And now looking back, I was like, I watched this as a kid. What the heck? <laughs> it's like Aqua Teen Hunger Force. And then sure. a lot of the more like darker animes that used to be on the Adult Swim side of things. I was like, why did I watch this as a kid? Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I want to share that delightful conversation with somebody. So with your bringing endorsement of Adult Swim, I was just kind of like, huh, just reminiscing about that. And I'll, I'll be the first to say, like, there's some Adult Swim content that's just, like, too much for me, like Super Jail. Um, Chris McCulloch, who is mm-hmm. one of the series creators, as well as the voice of Hank Venture, he was also on a show called Super Jail. And, like, that one was just, like, too out there for me, too psychedelic, <laughs> too hyper-violent. It was kind of like, take Willy Wonka and make him in charge of a jail and just the chaos that ensues there. And, yeah. Too much for me. (laughs) Oh, Adult Swim. Oh, Adult Swim. Moving back into more lighthearted stuff. The steam engine that is a Super Mario Brothers movie just does not seem to want to stop. Not only is it the highest grossing movie of 2023, it's $371 in the United States and Canada, $358 in other territories for a worldwide total of $729 million do you think this is going to hit a billion soon i think it's just a matter of time like you can just cue 
that uh, invincibility superstar music right now, like because it's just going to knock everything out of the way. It's invincible right now. It is a juggernaut. It's a powerhouse, and I, I'm pretty glad to see it. Yeah, I I can't speak enough praises about this movie. I know everyone like hasn't been in the same boat. Like some just kind of took their kids to it. Some mm-hmm. didn't enjoy it as much, but I for one thought it was like perfect for what it was. And mm-hmm. still hoping that they build a universe out of this, whether it is more Mario stuff or we do get characters like Link and Kirby, mm-hmm. but it you know, good for them for having a movie that's doing this well this year. Yeah. The mention of Kirby does make me think of a, a little webcomic that I saw this week on social media that I, I got a good chuckle out of. It's like Kirby goes to the doctor and it's Dr. Mario seeing him and the doctor puts his stethoscope on his chest. and He's like, all right, breathe in for me. And then and the next panel is Kirby <laughs> exiting with the doctor, the doctor outfit. And he's like, uh, I'm ready for my next patient. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've seen that one. It never gets old. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, but yeah, th- in addition to becoming the highest grossing movie of 2023, the Super Mario Brothers movie also has a few other claims to fame here. It's the best opening weekend of 2023, which I think we mentioned last week with it overtaking Ant-Man and the, Ma- Ant-Man and the Wasp Mania. It's also the highest grossing video game adaptation of all time. And it's also got the best second weekend for an animated feature. I know it beat Frozen 2 to take that title. And of course, we have all the TikToks and memes of Peach, Peaches, 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 Peaches. <laughs> oh yes. Thank so, yeah, you, Jack this Black. Is news Thank that's you. just gonna keep on coming. We'll keep you updated on just the status of fame that Mario is providing. Indeed, indeed. Okay, and rounding out the news for the week, uh, we mentioned it. When we talked about the Creatures Commando cast, excuse me, cast, but uh, James Gunn has gone on record confirming that the Creatures Commando voice cast will transition to live action appearances in the DCU. So in my opinion, that just lends credence to everything we we mentioned. Like this is the perfect casting for pretty much every single one of these characters. And I'm super excited to see them in both animated and live action form. Yeah, that's that's definitely really exciting because I was listening to the Multiverse Newscast today, oh, yeah. actually, which if you haven't checked that out, check that out. It's another Strand of Panda show that gives you wow. news for everything throughout the week. And they were talking about how it was interesting that like, game, excuse me, James Gunn's first project is going to be like an animated one. But the fact that they're actually building up to something that ties into everything and that they can actually bring these characters and characters like Alan Tudyk and Frank Grillo and stuff like that makes so much more sense because they have big live action per- live action portfolios. I don't even know what the word I was going to say is, but <laughs> the fact that you can use their voices for now and grab them at the snap of a finger is really cool. Yeah. Agreed. Okay. I think that'll do it for the news this week. So the second half of the episode will consist of some feedback as well as our Anna Minute and reactions to some of the things we're watching. But before that, we got something to talk about. 
yeah, we got to talk about the thing that I did not expect to be using every single day, but use every single day. And that <laughs> is us talking to you about the blend jet. This thing is tiny. It is super convenient. It has made my lifestyle a lot easier. Like I said, I had shoulder surgery earlier this week. So after physical therapies and after workouts and stuff, like I literally do not have the arm capacity to shake a blender bottle anymore. Mm. Granted, I'm trying to work up to that. But for the time being, it is super nice to just come home, grab this blender that takes very minimal counter space, throw in the little banana and protein powders and daily greens and all that good stuff. Hit start, grinds up ice, grinds up frozen strawberries. Very, very convenient thing that I'm so happy to be able to use every day. Yeah, totally agreed. You know, one of the things that I'm really appreciating about the Blinjet is that it's mine. It's, <laughs> it's small, it's compact, it's personable. It's not something that I have to share. And like, that's what's so great about it. Usually with like a household appliance like that, if you're like living with other people, it's just a commodity that everybody uses. But with the Blinjet, you get to choose your own pattern that you choose specifically from over 30 colors and patterns to choose from. And I chose slate for mine and it's, it's mine. Nobody else uses it, but me, it's small and compact enough that I can keep it in my room. I can take it with me on the go. And it's, it's just so easy. And cleaning up is, is a breeze. Just drop a couple drops of your favorite dish soap in there. I happen to use Dawn and just let the, you know, blend it as you would blend anything else and rinse it out and you're good to go. Should tell those roommates to use our special code to get one. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. I'm jealous of you. Yeah. I love the picture that Andrew posted the other day with his blend jet like in the cup holder because it fits the cup holder of your car with like animation mm. deliberation playing in the background. I'm not sure if you saw that on the social media story. Mm -mm. Um, but man, I got to tell you, the blend jet too is portable. So you can blend up a smoothie at work, a protein shake at the gym, or even a margarita on the beach. It's small enough to fit in a cup holder, but powerful enough to blast through tough ingredients like ice and frozen fruit with ease. Blendjet 2 was whisper quiet, so you can make your morning smoothie without waking up the whole house. Lasts for 15 plus bends and recharges quickly via USB-C. Best of all, Blendjet 2 cleans itself. Just blend water with the drop of soap and you're good to go. And I do have to talk about, like, I geeked out when I saw all the options and all the Disney ones, so I had to grab the Buzz Lightyear one right away. <laughs> I, I just, I feel like I need the Woody one just to match with it, or maybe I can talk my mom into getting that one. So it's like we have both pieces, but, you know, they have Disney looks, they have really clean colors, metallic colors, matte colors, like there's so many options. Yeah. You're taking your nutrition to infinity and beyond. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and you mentioned the code that we offer to get 12% off and the listeners might be asking, what code? What code is this? Well, what are you waiting for? Go to blindjet.com and grab yours today and be sure to use the promo code staywhelm 12 to get 12% off your order in free two-day shipping. No other portable blender on the market comes close to the quality, power, and innovation of the Blindjet 2. They guarantee you'll love it or your money back. Blend anytime, anywhere with the Blendjet 2 Portable Blender. Go to Blendjet.com and use the code STAYWELM12 to get 12% off your order and free shipping. Free two-day shipping, that is. Shop today and get the best deal ever. You will not regret it. Not at all. And you'll be helping us, helping us, helping the show, you know, which is not <laughs> a bad thing. Help us? <laughs> 
Uh, before we get into our feedback, there is one thing that we got tagged on on Facebook that I wanted to uh, address real quick, and that's that DC dropped an exclusive clip for Superman's anniversary, and that is the Justice League and Ruby crossover project that they announced a while back. If they may have announced it a while back, but I completely forgot about it. So it's, like, <laughs> it's news to me. <laughs> well, I forgot too. So thank you, Andre Sparks, for tagging us in this. Uh, that is definitely something I intend on watching. It comes out on Blu-ray and streaming, I think, on April 25th. If you've seen the show, Ruby, it's got a very unique design. And the action is just like incredible. Like before I even watched the series itself, like just watching the trailers for each of the four characters was like, mind-blowing especially with like how old that animation is now it's only gotten Mm. better and better the ruby series itself has continued so to have a little dc crossover with this for superman specifically is going to be really exciting to watch in a couple of weeks yeah a couple of days excuse me i just saw what the date was Yeah, the content just keeps it coming. But no, I'm excited for it too. And I just got to give a little shout out to Andre. I feel like as our show, as we've taken on these news episodes, he's kind of like, in terms of DC animation, he's our reporter in the field. He's always (laughs) got his ear to the ground and letting us know what's going on in the world of DC animation. So thank you, Andre, for keeping us informed and sharing the wealth that is information. He's our Andremi Olsen. (laughs) (laughs) that's bad tell me if you just don't like that at all (laughs) Uh, it was it was so bad that it made me laugh like i I genuinely laughed at how bad it was so it works (laughs) so yeah we love hearing from you guys so whether you're you know tagging animation deliberation on something you see on facebook or sending us dms on instagram adding us a twitter or sending us an email animation deliberation podcast at gmail.com we love talking to y'all And speaking of talking, Jonathan Kim has sent us an email for a couple things that he's been watching. So I'm going to get right to that. They all have finally had a chance to watch the new Ranking of Kings special that came out on Crunchyroll. I thought it was season two, but that won't be coming out until 2024. Ranking of Kings, the treasure chest of courage is 10 episodes long, focusing on side stories, fillers, and other parts of the manga that highlights Boji's and Kage's personal journey and growth. It's not a direct continuation of season one, and from the first episode, it consists of two short, heartwarming episodes that occur during the middle of season one. As of right now, nothing additional was added to the main story, but for those who are waiting for season two, it was nice to see Kage and Boji? Boji. Boji again. (laughs) Fun two short episodes that just went by way too fast and just adds additional character building to Kage and Boji. Definitely fills my need for Ranking of Kings until the next season comes out. Glad to hear you guys started to watch the series. So I haven't seen it yet, but I do want to say that I love this idea of just having fun, well thought out fillers. Mm-hmm. I know My Hero Academia before this season dropped had like a little OVA of uh, Deku, Bakugo, and Todoroki like on missions with Endeavor. Mm-hmm. And just little things like that, where it's like, it's a, it's like, like his quirk was that like he just makes you laugh controllably, right? Mm-hmm. There's little things like that, where it's like, maybe it doesn't add to the story. Maybe like you don't need too much of it, but it's just, just a fun little placemaker while you know that there is something else confirmed. You, you, for whatever reason, it's making me think of Harry Potter. And I haven't okay. watched the movies in a while, but I remember in the books, like, at least in the first film they did, a, they made a, a point to 
uh, include the scene with Christmas. And I always kind of felt like that's what those moments in the books were whenever they had like the Christmas mm. sequence in Harry Potter. It's like, this doesn't really contribute to the story all that much, but it's nice to get these character interactions yeah. and just have them enjoy something that, you know, we're all familiar with or in terms of just like the holiday celebration, I should say. But I do appreciate Jonathan for the clarity because yeah, even as we were talking about it last week, I did not know exactly what this special was. But I will say, having watched the first season of Ranking of Kings, Kage and Boji's relationship is is one of the most endearing parts of the show. So I'm definitely excited to check it out. I think I'll let a few episodes build up before I dive right back into it. Uh, but even with that being said, I am kind of hopeful that we'll get to spend some time with some other characters as well. There's just so many great characters. And if we could have similar moments to flesh them out a little bit more, not that they're not, you know, well-rounded and fully realized, but just Mm -hmm. to get some, some, to spend some more time with characters that may have been, you know, more secondary. um, I would really enjoy that. So ranking of Kings. So good. Thank you for the recommendation again, Jonathan. (laughs) So continuing Jonathan's email. Also, I started blue lock and already halfway through season one. It does have a different take on sports slash soccer anime. Best way that I could think of explaining it is Squid Game crossover with soccer. Not to win money, but to be the best U18 striker in Japan. It has a unique art style, especially when players get serious. The cold look that they have is quite chilling. Just like many sports anime, it does have a lot of still moments where you are in the mind of the character and seeing the step-by-step thought process and seeing the pieces come together. This anime brings on a different take on sports anime that keeps it thrilling and wants to keep watching the next episodes. Also, they have good timing on the comedy and the additional time that they have at the end of each episode gives it a nice wrap on the episode as well as the behind the scenes of some of the characters. If you like soccer or any sports, this is definitely worth a watch. Even if you don't like sports anime, it still provides the feel of I need to do everything I can in order to survive. Thanks for the recommendation. That's all for now. Until next time, Plus Ultra. I love that we recommended the show and we haven't even watched it yet. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Um, I have. I have been hearing very good things about it. It's been continually recommended to me. So now that Jonathan has you know, kind of earned his keep in my eyes. Not that he hadn't already, but he recommended (laughs) Ranking of Kings, and uh, I'm very grateful for that. But he and another one of my friends have been uh, very, uh, what's the word I'm looking for, positive in in their estimation of Blue Lock. So I'm not the biggest sports fan. I can get into it sometimes, but his comparison to Squid Game and the way he he talks about how they kind of like break down what they're going to do in their head. I can definitely see Mm -hmm. myself gravitating to something like that. So I appreciate his description without getting super spoilery, but um, it is only a matter of time before I check out Blue Lock. So good stuff. I I too wanted to commend how detailed this email was without spoilering anything. Mm -hmm. And that I have a couple of flights coming up in the next few weeks too. So I'm definitely going to have all these episodes downloaded on Crunchyroll so I can just you know, it's my favorite thing about flights is just having my phone off for two to three hours. It's mm-hmm. pretty wonderful. You just catch up on shows and chill and, you know, being 6'3 in economy, like you need any distraction that you can get. Mm. So it is fun being just unplugged and just watching. So I definitely intend on watching this whole season amongst these flights. And then, of course, I'll be poking you guys to be like, when can we talk about it? <laughs> <laughs> Not like I have the time either, but it's still like, when can we talk about it? <laughs> All in good time. All in good time. Yes. 
All right, so that's all the feedback that we have for today. And mm-hmm. we're going to do our in a minute. I'm not even going to set a timer because I just have like a quick thing to say about uh, Suzume, which is currently in theaters. Woo-hoo. It is by Mokoto Shinkai. I believe so. Sounds correct. I've just been seeing the name so much that it's like I'm actually starting to remember it now. Nice. So I have like a little PSA that I want to throw in with the two movies of his that I've seen. So I've seen Susan May and I've seen Your Name now, which Mm -hmm. was on Crunchyroll. Yes. And Your Name was a movie that I went into only watching or only knowing the name of the movie and the Mm -hmm. fact that these two shared the same director and I was blown away. I Mm -hmm. miss watching movies without knowing anything about it. Mm. When it came to Suzume, it was like, oh, yeah, there's your name. And then Weathering With You was better than that. And then Suzume is supposed to be the best of the three of them. And then there's talks that it might be connected. It might be this. And it's like, like people who haven't even watched the movie set this like unrealistic bar for this movie for me, (laughs) Mm. which is like super frustrating, right? Because I had such a good experience with your name that I was like overexcited for Suzume. And I absolutely loved the movie. Like, Mm -hmm. The animation, the colors, illustration, the story, the sound design. Oh, my God. Watching this in IMAX was incredible. I love the sound design so much. But, like, I don't think that it hit your name the same. And I wonder if it's because, like, too much was put in my head about it. Like, I Mm. miss when it could be like, hey, have you heard of this movie? No, I haven't. It's like, cool. It's coming to theaters. I'm interested. You should check it out. What's it about? Do I need to know this? It's like, no, just go enjoy a movie. Just, yeah. just just go have fun with it. Yeah. Come up with like your thoughts of it on your own. You don't need every single detail. Just go watch it and figure it out for yourself. And as yeah. you know, I've been obsessed with the song since I heard the trailer for the first time. Hearing that on the credits at the very end. I don't know if I like this little crossover that's going on, but... <laughs> what is it smurfs da, 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 da. no oh i don't know i don't you had some kind of crossover going on but I, like, I just thought i was doing the theme to suzume but maybe i wasn't doing it justice <laughs> you got the tone right but going from do to do to da 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 anyway uh, no, I'm actually I'm actually kind of glad that we had such different viewing experiences because again, your name is one of these films that I've just heard like it's been lauded since it came out, and I've only heard the highest praise for it. But I went into Suzume without having seen either of the director's previous efforts, and mm-hmm. I too saw it in IMAX. I saw it in the laser IMAX at AMC, and I was completely blown away by the quality of the animation and the cinematography, just some of the sequences with the camera, especially like not to spoil anything, but there are like some high speed chase sequences that really um, it's, it's impressive how well they're animated and how they put me on the edge of my seat. But I had a, a really good time with Suzume and I, I will say, I don't think the film is perfect. I think the structure um, without again, without spoiling anything, I think the third act, just the nature of the story, it lost some momentum for me for like twenty twenty five minutes. But yeah, I was I was really satisfied with the the ending, and I thought the themes were great. I thought it kind of touched on everything. It had you know, coming of age, 
some heartbreak in there, childhood trauma. There's some decent time travel aspects. And uh, I, I liked a lot of the characters quite a bit. And I did find myself coming out of the theater. I just like, I kept like to myself, I just, Susame, Susame, Susame. Yeah, a little cat. That was so cute the way you said it. Susame, like, okay. Yeah. I didn't have anything to compare it to in terms of the director's previous efforts, but I, ever since I have seen Susume, I've, I've really wanted to go back and watch uh, both Your Name and Weathering With You. Um, I'm not sure if Weathering With You is available on Crunchyroll. HBO Max. HBO Max. Well, okay. Oh, sorry, just Max now. I, I think it's technically still HBO Max for a little while longer, but it's going to make the transition like towards the end of May. But. So dumb. Yeah, I, I agree. Shout out to Haley, <laughs> Haley Hobbs on Multiverse News. Like I was with her 100% when she was just like, 100%. why? Why? <laughs> How did you make the dumb the name dumber and the colors worse? Yeah, right? Anyway. Uh, I thought Discovery was about adventure. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, if you like Susan May, we definitely intend to do an episode about it, but we just wanted to give you a quick peek on our thoughts, and we would love to hear yours. Indeed, you can send your feedback to animationdeliberationpodcast at gmail.com or hit us up on any of our social medias, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for tuning in. That's T-O-O-N-I-N to another week of animation news. And as always, stay whelmed.